Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Alyssa, welcome to the Boost Your Boutique podcast. Yay, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm excited because so many people ask to hear stories from boutique owners and I always say like I won't have anyone on that I haven't worked with and so I'm psyched because you've been in my mastermind we've gotten to know each other and your business is crushing it so I feel like we've got to give some people some tips and tricks too but let's start off by having you tell everyone like who you are where you're located the name of your boutique so we can all go follow you all that jazz. All right. So yes, I'm Alyssa. My boutique is called Cactus Lounge Boutique. I'm located in Northern California in the San Francisco Bay Area. I started my boutique in June of 2018. So as of right now, what's that? A couple years. I am online, but I also have an in-home boutique too, which is a little different. So what that means is I have a bedroom that I converted to a a little shop and people come over and shop pre-COVID. <laughs> so I feel like I need to talk about pre-COVID during, you know, since we're still a little bit in that. But um, so yeah, so basically a lot of my business is online and local pickup. It used to be also about 30% in-home shopping too, but that's kind of not been happening lately. That's, but, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you've still managed to grow your business even without the in-home shopping. So it'll be kind of interesting when you get to add that back in. Cause I feel like it's just could be additional income and not necessarily like trade one for the other, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you started with a direct selling company. Yes. I had to always have a windy road to things on how I get there. It's never just A to B. I just have to figure it all out. So it took me seven years, which is fine. You know, so basically my story is I worked in high tech. I had a kid. I went on maternity leave, came back for a year and then decided to stay home and try to stay at home mom thing, which after four weeks, I was like, I need something new. I need something else. I like to work. I like to make money. I like to have goals other than parenting, which is great too, but it's just different. So after about four weeks, I joined a a multi-level marketing jewelry company. And, you know, I've done, basically I was in it for seven years, not the jewelry, but I kind of hopped around. I did one to two years at each place. I worked my way up, found a reason to pivot off to something else. So basically um, the MLM before I started my boutique, um, they kind of got rid of the, basically the consultant side of their business. Um, so I kind of had to figure out what I wanted to do. And I kind of knew before that I wanted to do my own thing, but I was so burnt out by the MLM before that I just could not dive into, I didn't have the energy. I needed something 
that was kind of more walk in cookie cutter and do it. So basically I, I was kind of forced to make the decision on, do I do something else or do I do my own thing? And it, it was just like the perfect time. So basically the reason I want to do my own is because I loved MLMs. I thought I, I loved that it was sort of easy where they had a product already made. They gave it to you, they gave you pricing. It was like all cut out for you, but then there's rules and, I like to follow rules, but I didn't like their rules. And I, you know, so I wanted to have full control over everything. So I could have full control of what I'm selling, um, how much I want to sell it for, how much I want to work. I don't have someone bothering me up here saying, Hey, have you done this? Have you sold that? So I just wanted to have full control basically is how I, I decided to start it. So, yeah. So then I, I basically just, after I kind of got not kicked out, but everyone kind of were told we're not in the program anymore, you're out of the club. I decided to start my own little club. So that's what I did. <laughs> well, I think the thing with MLMs is like they are set up to make it easy, but you're right. Like you do kind of always have either like an upline or like a founder or someone being like checking in with you, like making you feel like you have to be accountable, which I know when I started my boutique, I was just like, I don't want to answer to anybody. You know, you kind of want to be a free bird. And right. that's kind of the beauty of having your own business. You can just do what you want, which makes it harder. But Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not the easy route, but it's, for me, it was mo more fulfilling and I love it. What would you say has been like the biggest thing that's made your business what it is? What do people really like know you for? So I said I'm online. So I do, a, I have my own website, of course, but I have a Facebook group, which is where a lot of my people live. I haven't cracked the code on Instagram, which is fine. So I kind of spent a lot of time on Facebook. I have the group. I have all my people are in there for the most part. And it's become like this community of people where people are posting their own selfies. They're building each other up. It's a friendly, happy, uplifting place. It's kind of just... And that's kind of where I came up with Cactus Lounge because lounge, it felt like a, a fun, cool place to vibe, you know, and be in a little space together. And it's just a happy place for a lot of people. So, and then I make it really easy to figure out like if a clothing item is for them by doing my try on videos. So twice a week I do my new arrival collection and then I do my pictures and try on videos and show how it fits. So I don't do live sales I have but I, right now I'm not doing that I'm just doing my twice a week new arrival videos and posts and it's just very interactive so like I'll do an event and people are shopping together at the same time I'm thanking people people are seeing that Susie Q bought it oh that's cool I, I want that too you know so it just becomes like this fun interactive it's like we're all shopping together at the same time, basically. But so I think that they love the community that was built there. And then people are, even if they don't live in the same town, I've noticed their friends on Facebook now. So they're connecting, you know, so it's just kind of fun. You know, it's just a fun little group of, of ladies. Yeah. I mean, I love that you have made it work for you. You're like, these are the two days I'm going to drop new arrivals. And everyone just kind of waits for it. Like, I feel like your group is just like, ready for it, you know, and then you drop the new arrivals and they're all over. I think you've done such a good job with the fit videos, with the post where you don't have to do a live. Like you've done enough where you can very easily see the style. You can very easily see what, how it fits. You describe it really well. It's interesting because you're putting 
almost more work into the posts than you do even listing it on the website. I mean, like that's sort of a side because they have to buy it there. But for you, it's really like you're creating an experience for someone to interact with the clothes in this group. And that, that is cool. Do you feel like that takes you a ton of time? Like how do you organize your time behind the scenes? Get all of it done because you're dropping what, like 10 to 15 new things in a, a day? Uh, yeah, a collection day. Yeah. So that would be maybe 30 new things a week. Um, yeah. yeah so 10 to 12. Okay. Not, not 30. About 10 to 12 on my Tuesday and then another 10 or 12 on Friday. So I, yeah, I feel like I do need some help with my time management. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> everything does take a long time, you know, but so basically what I do is I, um, twice a week, I do my hair, I do my makeup and I'm getting ready for those pictures. So I just basically collect all my items. I go outside in my backyard. I have a tripod. I have a remote clicker. I kind of try to hide it in my pocket, put my hand in there, do a little click. And it's great because I do have a photographer that I used to work with around. And one, they're a little spendy, even though they're amazing. But you can't really see what you look like. And so I really like that I can see like, oh, that's a terrible view. Or that's a terrible move that up a little bit so my legs look a little thinner <laughs> you know like it is, it, I love that so I'm my own photographer um and I and I'm very efficient at it but I would say it takes me an hour and a half um just to do the pictures and the videos and you know plus the steaming of the clothes and all that and then you get into your system and then you load it up onto the Facebook and then you sell it and then you know so yeah it's very timely but that's kind of my bread and butter bread and butter I would say is the new arrivals nights because my top days of selling are new arrival nights and the day after because I have people who yeah. show up around the time and I have people who are busy and show up late at night and then I have the next day people who are like oh I missed it you know and come back so it works yeah. for me. The flow is really nice. And then I feel like the days in between, it's slower, but that gives me the time to package everything up and get it ready and give me a little bit of breathing room. So I'm getting ready for the next one. <laughs> you telling that to, what to us seems like a really simple process, like for someone who's new to be like, oh, this person has a really robust business and they're taking pictures in their backyard. It doesn't have to be complicated. Like, I think that's one of the things that you've you know, yeah, it takes a little bit of time, but like you said, you have control over it and it's easy. Like you can do it when your kids are a little busy. I mean, I know they're yeah. homeschool now, so they're yeah. busy on and off, but you know, you, you're able to make it work in your own schedule. Photographers can be great. And when you get to a certain point in your business, you might want one, but this is easy for most mm -hmm. people. Just take your own picture. And you've kind of done that all along, right? Like sometimes you have the photographer, but mostly you've built your business on your own photos. Yeah. So for the photographer, she does that about quarterly for me, just to, I like to have like a refresh on my website for the seasons. And so we'll have her come and take pictures and I love it, but it's just a timely process of getting the pictures back. And then maybe it's not cause she's very, um, Oh, I need, you know, she's, she's my family photographer and I love her to death but sometimes I want more detail on the clothes. So it was a learning process too with that, you know, but, and I would like to someday, I just, I do love the look of it, but in this business, like you kind of need to be fast and just get it done. So, and, and these iPhones are great. I just use portrait mode and I put a little preset on it and I'm like, that looks good. <laughs> I'd buy that shirt. IPhones are the best. No, really. I mean, the quality of the camera on the iPhone is like so good. I feel like you know, it really is like, use your camera phone and make sure it looks nice. And 
-hmm. it doesn't have to be this crazy process that everyone thinks, oh, I have to have all these very professional. Start where you are. Done is better than perfect. And getting it done sells you the clothes. I think that helps. I am not a perfectionist. I like things done in a certain way, but I let it go and I don't hold, you know, I don't, I know things don't have to, it never, nothing's going to be perfect. So I can't get hung up on that. <laughs> so, yeah. and people yeah. know that I keep it real and I'm a mess half the time, but I still show up. <laughs> I think people like that. I mean, listen, if there's anything this year that we've learned in 2020 is that like, we're all kind of hot messes behind the scenes and like my therapist yesterday said something, Emily, let's not forget it's a pandemic. It's going to be okay. There's already pressure on all of us. To, and like you're in Northern California where you've had fires and winds and- Looking for the zombies to come. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah. Totally crazy. I think the big thing for you is like you've managed to make it work. Even having your kids home is not having to have live sales really- putting your schedule in a way that makes it work for you. And then your customers follow what you do. I think that's the big thing that a lot of people think, oh, I have to do what my customers want. I think for you, you've made your own rules and then people follow them and that's yeah. it. Well, yeah. And I think that takes time too. Cause I think when I first started, I didn't know what worked best for me and I didn't know and what worked best for them. And I just kind of, you kind of figure it out. So like that works for me, try it. Maybe it'll work for you. If not mix it up, you know? So it's just, it's a lot of trial and error, <laughs> but yeah, this seems to work really well for, for my group. Let's talk about this year. Let's talk about what do you feel like has been the biggest things that have grown your business this year? Well, so <laughs> it's kind of crazy because I'm looking at my business from last year and it's, I can't remember the, at least doubled every month. I mean, a month, sometimes it's a triple month growth. From the yeah, year. like year over year, yeah. So, I mean, so many things have happened this year with, you know, we're all home, we have all the attention from the people, but I'm then I also started with the mastermind, you know, so then I have the one-on-one -on -one with you. There's so many factors, I feel like, but the I love in the mastermind how we learn from other boutique people, too. So I love that. Um, so I get to have my one-on-one -on -one with you and then I get to get ideas from the other ladies. So that's been a really awesome perk as well is like being with like-minded people in the same spot. Cause you can be in other groups on Facebook with other boutique owners, but you can tell when someone's like way up here and then someone's just starting and then you're kind of here and trying to figure out, um, you know, to get advice from other people basically. So, um, I don't know, this year I feel like having like a buying plan and a budget that you've helped me on, like that's really helped me a lot because <laughs> I'm one of those people who are, I, I'm proud to say that I've been successful without really kind of knowing what I'm doing, to be honest. You know, I, I feel like I have a good eye on things. I have good customer service for the most part. If I'm not busy, sometimes like I'm a little slow to get back to people, but I didn't, even though I went to business school, I didn't really know like the bones of running a business and you've really, really helped me with that to figure out like, Oh no, this is actually how like you should be running it. Like I started up here and you're like, no, we need to go back here and look at this stuff, you know, back in the, the financials or, you know, why are you buying in this category when you don't sell like shoes? You're like, stop buying shoes. because <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> Doing well in that category. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I got, probably shouldn't do that. She's like, work, you're, you're like, work with what's working for you or just bring in one style of season, you know? So just 
having a different outside perspective on my business, I think really helped this year and just all those things combined. It's just, I feel like it's just been a huge year, year of growth for me in the business. So it's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, what I hear you saying too, is like, you realize you don't have to do it alone. You're in a lot of people's shoes where it's like, you can wing it, calculatedly wing it yeah. for the most part. But like, you know, once you're doing 15, $20,000 a month, 25, you can only wing it so much. And then you're like, Oh, I really need to kind of yeah. figure out what I'm doing here. You don't want a ton of leftover inventory. You don't want to make bad decisions for the next couple months. You know, I feel like with you, it's been so much fun because you have all these pieces and park in place already. So for me, just to come into your business and be like, oh, let's just move the needle here. Let's just pull this lever here. It's been fun for me to watch because it's just like, you just go out and do your thing. And then behind the scenes, we kind of like maneuver things to make it work. And I feel like one of the big things for you this year too, especially recently is getting a little bit more help on the back end with marketing and with some of the customer service stuff, you know, that's the other pieces. I feel like you were doing a lot on your own, which you still do because you kind of have to, because we're home and in San Francisco, I feel like you guys are in a much more lockdown situation than a lot of the other, the rest of the country, but, but you've like leaned into getting help with the marketing piece of it too, because you've realized like, oh, I have these people that can help. And I feel like it's been really good for your group to see other people in the clothes that, yeah, I not just on you. Yes. Yeah. No, that's helping. And I definitely, every day I'm saying to myself, I need more help. I need more help. But so I just need to, I'm also very picky about who I bring in. So I need to figure that out and what I can really, you know, get help with. And I'm very good about accepting help, but I have to figure out how to give it, you know, cause I feel like everything's in my mind. I know how to do things. I know the story on this one person or this item and it's just easier for me to do it myself. That's what I tell myself. But I know I need to let it go. So I, I need to work on that. <laughs> listen, there's places where you have been. I just said this to someone. I said, listen, you don't go zero to 60 overnight. It's like these little steps, these little steps over time add up. And I feel like that's even with like your inventory, even with your Facebook ads, even with your posts, these little things over time. It's like, yeah, you had the foundation built. And then let's add these levers. Let's add these things over time. Even with setting up systems and structures and getting help. And when we first started, you like barely had a virtual assistant. Now you're like, okay, I'm going to use her a little bit more. I'm going to have someone else help me post pictures every month. It seems little, but in six more months, as you continue to lean into help, more help will show up for you and it'll be the right help. And no one taught us how to be, even though you went to business school, tell me, they didn't teach you how to be a business owner, did they? No. No, and I didn't really, that was not on my radar anyway. So <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. You're melding this world of like being a stay-at-home mom with running your business. Mm -hmm. It can't be easy. No, it's, it, that's why it's, I feel like, I, I think a lot of moms feel this way where you just, you're, you're feel like you're pulled in all the directions, you know, and you just, I cut myself slack. I'm like, you're doing the best you can. Like you said, we're in a pandemic, kids are home, you know, and I think a lot of people's expectations right now, like they're giving people a lot of grace, you know, so if I'm slow to get respond, it's kind of like, well, whatever, <laughs> you know, as long as she gets back to me. So yeah, I mean, it, it's tough, but I'm, I'm pretty adaptable, which I think is also a reason why I've done okay during the pandemic is like, I just figure out what's going to work and move in that direction. <laughs> what would you say? Based on what you've, all the MLMs you've done, 
now you're in business. What advice would you give someone who was either just starting out or just starting to kind of grow in their business? What would you say to them has been the thing or a couple things that have really helped you in your business? Is it the customer service? Is it the being consistent? You know, what, what are those key factors that if someone said, Hey, I have four minutes in an elevator with you. Like, what are the things that have made you successful and have this business that has doubled year over year? I think it's just listening to your customers and seeing what they want, but also make sure it's something that you can provide them that you feel good about. Cause sometimes they want something and I am not into it. <laughs> so I need to, it's kind of like a relationship where you kind of meet in the middle basically to figure out really get to, I guess what I'm trying to say is really figuring out who your customer is. So in the beginning I mm. tried to cater to everyone I got, and I still have, and I think I've told you this a couple things from when I launched two years ago, like they're still here. They're like $10 on my rack and no one wants them because it's not their style. It's not even my style. I just thought maybe someone would like the style and I wanted to offer it. So figuring out who your key customer is. So I already have her in my mind. Her name's Jen and it just came to me and it, and I actually happen to have a lot of Jens and Jennifers in my group and that's probably why. And it's like the, one of the top names of when I was born, you know? So it's like my age, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like thirties, forties, whatever around there. It's someone who wants to be cute, but comfortable, age appropriate, you know? So I have like my person, she's busy, she wants to have fun, but she's not into the crop tops, you know? So I, I know who my person is. So I think figuring out who you're catering to is important. You don't have to cater to everyone. And then, yeah, being consistent, showing up and figuring out what works for you and your business, because if it doesn't work for you, it's going to be really hard and you're not going to want to do it. <laughs> so, um, and then I, for me and growing, like I'm a learner and I, I all day I'll have my headphones on and I'm listening to podcasts while I'm working, you know, and sometimes I'll listen, like I listen to yours multiple times, like the same ones, because it sinks in, you know, and after a while, like you're in a different place. And it's like, oh yeah, that, that was good. Um, so I have a few boutique podcasts I love to listen to. I love being in groups and just learning from other people and just, and then figure, take bits and pieces, make it your own and then implement, you know, don't just listen, 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 don't do anything, but just, um, I think it's really important to learn from other people, see what's working for them and then make it your own basically. I love that advice. I mean, I think especially the part about implementation, it's almost like a bell curve of when you start your business where you're learning, learning, learning. Then you start to be like, okay, I'm confident enough to start implementing. And then you get over the hump. It's funny because I do think there will be a certain point in your business where you learn, learn, learn. And then it's also about, I think what you're saying too, that's interesting is learning from other people that are at your same level is huge because it's almost like those are like your trend markers. You started selling Sage and then I saw like three other people in the mastermind like jump on the same stage over a course of weeks. Like you have totally different customer groups, right. but it's, oh, that works for you and that might work for, you know, it's interesting to watch you guys kind of navigate because not everything works for everyone, but seeing, oh, this is working for me and my customers and we have similar-ish customers try this product. That's been kind of cool to watch actually. Yeah. And that's, again, the, the perk of being in that mastermind is I, you know, and I'm in most of their groups, if they have a group, we re let, we have each other in our groups. And it's just fun to just watch how they do their business. And 
some things I know will work for me and some won't, but just, it's, it's fun to see how they do their thing. You know, we're all so different. It just happens. I don't know if that's normal, but we're all have our different thing, but we're at the end of the day kind of want the same thing. You know, we want to have a business that fulfills us and that fulfills our customers. Well, and supports your life. I mean, you guys are all at the point where like your business is pretty serious. <laughs> if it went away tomorrow, it would be like a big hit to you. You know, it's, I, I feel like there's a certain level where you're just like, okay, it's not a question of if this will work. It's how big can I make it and how. Yeah. And that's another reason why I wanted to work with you because I felt like I got to a certain point and I didn't know how to push past that. And I needed, I didn't, I wanted to go who I felt was the best. (laughs) You know, I have my podcast people, but you were always like my person. And I was like, when you put your thing up about having an opening, I was like, I'm just going to put my application and see what happens. <laughs> oh my God. I love that I'm your person. That makes me so happy. You know, I feel the same way about you. Oh, I'm supposed to work with you because I'm so obsessed with your business and how, how you're all different. Like it truly is interesting because everyone works differently. Some people do live sales. Some people don't. Some people have stores. Some people do, open, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like every single person in that group, I can see the future. Like I can see the vision and I'm just like, Oh, let's go. I get excited. You know, the fact when you like text me at the end of the month and you're just like, Oh, I I beat your number. You know, like, I feel like all of you guys have your, my goal that I give you. And then you have your own goal in your head. (laughs) You're like, well, Emily, I already hit your goal. And now I'm going past that. And I crack up because it's like, great. First of all, you have a goal that's based in reality and based on like where you've been. But also like how cool that, first of all, I don't want to push anyone too much to like kill themselves, but you got, you're motivated enough to be like, oh, I'm going to beat it by a couple thousand. <laughs> <laughs> we want to make you proud. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. I love it. Well, and yeah, I mean, the fact that you've doubled your business in, you know, I'd say like six to seven months, probably a little quicker if we really look at the numbers, but over the course of the past seven months, it's crazy the fact that your business has grown. I mean, we planned it to grow a certain amount, but then you just took it and ran with it. It's fun to watch you. It really, it really is. Well, thanks for being on the podcast and thanks for giving some great tips. Where can people follow you? Probably your Facebook group is best, right? If they yeah. want to like see how you work. Yeah. So I have the Cactus Lounge Boutique. I think it's called VIP Insiders. Just yep. look for Cactus Lounge Boutique. And I think I'm the only one. I tried to find something that was unusual. <laughs> so look on, on Facebook. And I do have Instagram too. And I do like one or two posts a day just to be sort of relevant. But again, I don't get a lot of s- business from there. I just want to have a spot on Instagram where if a random hears about my business and that's their place, they can quickly see that I've, I'm active there. And I ha- not that I haven't posted in eight months, you know, so want them to know I'm still around, <laughs> still here. So I, I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram, but I am on there if you want to check it out. Cool. Well, thanks, Alyssa. Thank you, Emily. What would you think if you had an exact plan of what to buy for your boutique for the next six months? How would it feel to have expert guidance with Facebook and Instagram ads for your boutique so you actually make money with them and a lot of money? What if I told you that on average, online boutiques that work with me grow two to three times their monthly revenue in six to nine months? Yes, it's not guaranteed, but that's the average.
Listen, if you're making $25,000 or more per month in your boutique and you want to make more, you've got to consider applying for my High Vibe Boutique Mastermind. We have just adjusted the program to be a six-month program because we're not doing in-person events as we previously did in other rounds. So six months with me from September through March of 2021, I want to take you and your business that's already doing quite well and help you scale it, help you make more money by running Facebook ads, systemizing your processes, and really getting that millionaire mindset going. That's a huge piece of it, but also getting some of these really low-hanging fruit things, like getting your plan right, having an open to buy that makes sense for your boutique business. We're gonna do all that. I'm gonna do it for you. I'm gonna teach you how to do some of it. This program is a no-brainer. It's by application only, and truly, guys, it's only gonna be for you if you're doing twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars a month or more. If it's if you're doing less than that, this program's probably not for you. This is the program where you will get a lot of one-on-one time with me. You'll get a very small group of ten to twelve other people that are in your same situation. But this group fills up fast. I will tell you that we usually sell it out within about two to three weeks. So if you are interested, get that application going right now at boutiquemastermind.com. We will be in touch with you within a day or two to get on the phone with me. We'll talk about the program. We'll talk about what you want out of it. Hopefully we'll get you in. I want you to know it's open. It will not open again until 2021. So get in the doors. Let's make this the very best holiday season you've ever seen. episode as much as I did, head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to boostyourboutique.com to learn more.